0: Hello everyone, happy new year. Welcome to episode 87 of 10 Minute Country with me James Dakin. It's the year 2022. What's coming down the line for country music this year and what artists should you be watching out for? Hello everyone, Uh, hope you had a good Christmas and new year. Um, We're back, I'm back, Uh, country music is back, ish. Nashville always shuts down from Thanksgiving till, I reckon, this Friday. There are a good amount of songs coming out this Friday and next Friday from new and established artists, uh, you know, from Marin Morris to Seaforth to Priscilla Block, Aaron Watson. So the, you can feel the gears grinding in uh, again and um, you know, the, the sort of self-imposed, what was it, six, eight-week lockdown. Oh, I don't like that word lockdown. Not that lockdown. Just a holiday lockdown (laughs) that country music um, imposes on itself uh, is nearly over. So hurrah! And today we're going to talk about 2022 and what sort of year it's going to be for country music. The one caveat I'm going to throw in right at the start of this podcast is I'm not going to talk about COVID. This is the only time I'm going to talk about COVID. Who the hell knows what's going to happen uh, in the music industry in terms of COVID, lockdowns, pandemics, tours, live shows, whatever this year. I am just going to plow ahead assuming that everything that is currently on the schedule, on the slate, on the roster is going to go down as normal, and uh, and that will be all I shall say on that subject. Um, there's tons of good music on the way for country fans uh, in the short term, medium term, and long term for 2022. This month in January, you can look forward to the deluxe version of Skeletons from Brothers Osborne with a couple of extra tracks on. Uh, Walker Hayes has flashed out his Country Stuff EP uh, and is going full album album. Um, uh, that's one I will look forward to uh, Skeletons um, you know, fantastic album from Brothers Osborne and I think they're throwing in just two or three new songs, one of which is Younger Me which we already have, so that'll be great it would be great to get a couple of new songs from John and TJ um, and then a, a few more from Walker Hayes right at the end of the month, January the 28th is the busiest day of the month for country fans, you've got Brent Cobb's new album, you've got an EP from Rod and Rose um, who, if you have been following me on Lyric Magazine, will know uh, I interviewed just before Christmas uh, and are a terrific uh, duo who I think. Uh, I've got sort of uh, Sugarland vibes, uh, who I'm a big fan of. Uh, And I'd like to see more male-female duos in country music. So I'm very excited about Rod and Rose. Maddie and Tay, I've got a new EP out, which I am listening to uh, right now. Well, not right now, because I'm talking to you, but you know what I mean. I'm listening to As currently. And uh, it's good. There's some good interesting songs on Maddie and Tay's uh, new EP. And um, the other interesting album that's coming out on January the twenty eighth, which I'm gonna flag here, is an album from Adam Schoenfeld. And Adam is um Jason Aldean and Tim McGraw's guitarist. I think he's uh, I think he's almost been uh, McGraw's band leader or Aldine's band leader for for a number of years. He's releasing uh, his debut album, "All the Birds Sing." It isn't. I've been I've had it for six weeks now. And it's really really good. Uh, and if you subscribe to Destination Country, uh, you will be getting uh, a week in advance an advance listen to that album. It is not particularly a country music album, which took me by surprise at first because um, you know Jason Aldine and Tim McGraw's guitarist. Uh, But if you like sort of the sounds of the Beatles and the Stones and sort of that British rock era from like the mid-60s to the early 70s, you're going to love all the birds sing. So watch out on January the 28th for Adam Schoenfeld's album. It's a really interesting listen. Into February, Joe Nichols has got a new album coming out. Into March, Dolly Parton's got a new album coming out. April sees Old Crow Medicine Show and Jason Aldean release new albums and they're the only ones on the actual release roster with an actual date at the moment but coming down the line this year you know there's going to be a new album from Maren Morris, Luke Combs has just about finished his third album by all accounts, I can see Miranda Lambert coming out with a new album Thomas Rhett was meant to release uh, another album on top of country again last year. And that seems to have mysteriously or quietly just been shelved or or pushed away. So I'm wondering where the companion piece to country again uh, has gone. Kit Moore announced this week that he has re-recorded a version of Crazy One More Time from his debut album, which he's sending to country radio. And that's an interesting development. I wonder how many other artists have got songs in their back catalogue that they wish uh, had been hits or still think that they could be hits. This is an interesting development. You know, as we move further away from the traditional music industry structure of singles, albums, you know, we've moved into sort of... EPs, we've moved into artists that release just a song every month and then flesh out an EP into an album. We've moved into Lady Antebellum uh, doing half an album and then the other half of the album uh, six, nine months down the line. I wonder whether one of the new trends in 2022 might be starting here with Kit Moore, where artists... Um, go back and look at their back catalogue and and think, do you know what, that song on that album should have been way bigger than it actually was. I'm going to re-record it and I'm going to send it to Country Radio. Because, you know, one of the trends I'm going to highlight at the end of this podcast is that I think all bets are off in terms of who releases what music when, the the music industry is becoming very fluid, and very amorphous. In terms of the the old fashioned structure that the sixties and the seventies and the eighties and the nineties imposed has gone. Streaming, social media, TikTok has blown the bloody doors off the industry, and. All bets are off. Anyone can do anything now, as Kip Moore is proving by re releasing a song he first released 10 years ago. I read an interview with Dirk Bentley um, a couple of days ago on Country Now, which said, in which he said that he is now ready to record uh, his next album, the follow-up to The Mountain. He was saying that he was so in love with the Mountain phase of his career that he's found it difficult to try and find any songs or write songs or record songs that have meant anything to him. But he's fallen back in love again with Nashville and Tennessee, and he's recording a lot of sort of more traditional, I think there's going to be a lot more fiddle uh, and banjo and stuff on his next album. And Dirk's always has that capability to go bluegrassy, So his new album, I think, will be out by the end of the year, and I think it's going to sound... uh, Very, very pleasing to sort of fans of traditional country music. Morgan Evans is doing that whole. Here's half an album. I'm going to release the other half of the album uh, this year. So he's going to flesh out the EP released towards the back end of last year. I think we can expect full projects from Drake White, maybe Lanco, who are now independent, I believe. Uh, I think Cam might be making new music. Uh, Tennille Towns will have a project out this year. I'm using the word project carefully because I never know now whether we're talking albums, EPs or what. Sam Hunt's clearly in the studio. Kane Brown is talking about a new album. Um, Sam Hunt, I think, will have something out this year. John Pardy, I think, will have something out this year. Uh, I'm very excited to listen to the new album from Muscadine Bloodline, an independent duo who... I really fell in love with um, towards the middle back end of last year. And if you are a fan of music from the likes of Kip Moore, you, you should check out Muscadine Bloodline because they are a really, really good band. How they've not got a record deal, I will never know. I'm going to steer clear of tours and shows and things. There are, you know, from from C2C in March over here in the UK right through to sort of Long Road at the end of August, there, there is a lot of things currently on the schedule, you know, tours from Keith Urban, Ashley McBride, Brett Eldridge, Brothers Osborne... Uh, Ingrid Andrus is meant to be here in two weeks. God knows whether that'll take place. But I don't want to talk about the tours because everything is still up in the air, really. And I don't want to waste time talking about events that may or may not happen. So let's have a look at what artists I feel you should be checking out in 2022. Who are they going to be the breakthrough artists this year, either at radio or just in terms of fan base, TikTok exposure, social media exposure, whatever? I think you can expect the following people, bands, duos, to to be bigger at the end of this year than they were at the end of last. Um, Shy Carter is somebody who is writing and recording really interesting music at the moment. C4th are gonna be, I think, unleashing new songs this year. It, hopefully you can check them out at C2C. Very talented Australian guys. <clears throat> I think Lily Rose will continue to push the boundaries of country music and push the boundaries of people's expectations in the coming year. Um, Callista Clark, um, Big Machine's uh, artist who released her terrific EP last year and uh, is still climbing the charts with her debut single, I believe. Again, if you can check out Callista at uh, C2C, I would recommend that. Um, Restless Road, Kane Brown's signing, I think, uh, are going to be good this year. They are a talented trio who can harmonise fabulously. Kylie Morgan made a big impact on us at Lyric and Destination Country last year, and I think if she releases some new music and does some tours, she is a sort of natural inheritor to that Shania Twain-style country music. Um, Tiara and Britney Spencer are both due in the country this year. I think Britney will be at C2C. I think Tiara may well be with Reese Palmer's Colour Me Country Group at the Long Road Festival, if we're lucky. Both of those girls, for many different reasons, are pushing the boundaries of country music. Tiara on the R and B side, um, Brittany with the lyrics and the honesty and the pure sort of rawness of her music is very impressive. And I think Cody Johnson, twenty twenty two, might be the year that Cody Johnson impacts country radio, um, and I think that might be one of the big stories of the year. In a way that Parker McCollum came through last year, I wonder whether Cody Johnson will come through this year. There's such a groundswell of support for him, uh, from you know from fans and industry alike that it just seems. A matter of time before he impacts country radio and you know mainstream country becomes a lot more aware of what he can do so what are going to be the trends that you can look out for in country music this year i think there are three things i've already touched on one of the things i think 2022 you're going to see the, the rise and the solidification of independent artists in country music and this is you know this is more to do with the structure of the music industry these days in terms of the ability that independent artists have nowadays with the social media platforms, with streaming, with setting up their own tours to, uh, selling their own merchandise to be able to make good careers alongside mainstream artists. So you've got artists out there like Spencer Crandall, Aaron Watson, Lauren Jenkins, uh, you know, Reese Palmer, who I think will have a new album out this year as well, who are making decent careers out of being independent. And I think you'll see more and more artists actually embracing the ability to be independent and that independence is helped by the way that the music industry is very fluid these days. You don't have to do album, tour, album, tour, album, tour, for which you really need you know, some, some big financial backing if you're going to reach a lot of places. That change in the music industry to be able to release music whenever you want, however you want, to reach everybody in the world who's got a smartphone or a computer or any access to the streaming platforms means that I think one of the trends we'll see this year is more fluidity in the industry and more um, independent artists making their own careers. I think the success of Luke Combs and whatever he's got on his next album and Morgan Wallen will keep mainstream country music a bit more redneck and earthy this year. Um, I think the boyfriend phrase is well and truly over. And I think we'll see more and more artists taking the Carly Pierce route and embracing slightly more traditional sounds in country music this year, which is can only be a good thing um, uh, for, for fans of, traditional country music and for fans like myself of uh, like the wide umbrella of things um, country music is, is is a particular sound, it's a particular time and place. Yes, you can have all sorts of artists around the edges and blurring the boundaries of country music. I've got no issue with that. But it would be great to see radio country music becoming a little more redneck, earthy and organic this year. And I think the success of Morgan Wallen and um, Luke Combs will only j- keep that prevalent and going forward more and more. And the final trend, I think, I'm starting to detect with the record labels is that there's a big turnover of artists going on. There are a lot of record labels out there currently pushing debut album artists. You only need to look at... Sony, Universal, BBR, Big Machine—all uh, the, all the. There is a lot of debut album artists being pushed into the, into you know, into the mainstream, into the country industry at the moment, and not all of those will survive the debut album. Um, the business seems to be particularly cutthroat at the moment, and I don't know whether TikTok is making that more so in terms of you know, you get one chance, and if you blow your chance you're off the 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 days in 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 the music industry where you seem to be able to get three albums to develop your career are gone so i think there's going to be a lot of artists that are currently on record labels that are might not be on record labels by the end of the year and that brings us all the way back round to what i'm saying about making a career being independent i think you'll see more and more people this year in 2022 and into 2023 leaving record labels being pushed from record labels and 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 having decent careers as independent artists i think this is the this is the year where the musicians need to not worry about being independent it's easy for me to say because i'm not a musician and obviously you know the force of a record label and the weight and the money and the finances of the team and the manipulation of country radio which is a fascinating thing when you read into what they do to get records into the top 10 it is, is huge, but my overwhelming feeling is that there are too many debut album artists, EP-level artists on record labels, and I think they will find a lot of support withdrawn over the course of the year, particularly if the pandemic continues and you can't get these people out on any tours. You know, it beggars belief to me that Lanco, who released such a great debut album are now independent. And you think, well, if a band like Lanco can't make its way, you know, they've had number one hits, they've had record label support, they've toured internationally. If a band like Lanco can't retain a record label, what help, what hope do a lot of artists have? So this is going to be the year where we see the rise of independent country music. for listening today. It's been 20-minute country, but we've had a lot to cover and we didn't even get into the tours really in the shows. Anyway, I think it's going to be a great year for music. Fingers crossed it's a great year for live shows and festivals. I've got my plane ticket and my show ticket ready for CMA Fest in Nashville in June. I was going in 2019. Couldn't go in 2019 or 2020 and I don't know what I'll do if I don't get there this year well I will because it's just a festival and life goes on but hey you know I've got all my hopes pinned let's hope 2022 is the year that we all want for our personal lives our professional lives and for country music thanks for listening I've been James Dakin this has been 20 Minute Country